0: Hello and welcome to the Distraction Detox Podcast. I'm your host, Cam Savon, a coach, a writer, an anti-hustle advocate, and a former extreme procrastinator. Are you into easy self-mastery, emotional self-regulation, and unconditional self-love? Or have you arrived at procrastination station and are ready to hop on the first train that will take you far away and towards achieving your biggest goals? Then you are at the right place. On this podcast, we talk all about how to beat procrastination, avoid distractions, regulate emotions and find more ease on the ultimate path towards self-mastery and expressing your full potential so that you can avoid regret and reach your goals with ease. So if you have big dreams and don't want you to be the one thing standing in your way, hop on the train and let's shoot you ahead. You doing? I hope you guys are doing well. Obviously, you can't answer me directly. Um, I hope you're doing well, though. I hope you had a good, good week. Um, I definitely had a very interesting one. Um, things are looking up again. And today, I was actually um, not... I did not get to plan anything for today's podcast episode. But it's Wednesday and it's happening, and I'm not going to miss out on a single episode, but there is one topic that has been obviously um, in my head, swirling around my head, and um, that I wanted to talk about anyway at some point, and I did plan on, you know, doing a whole thought through episode about it, but I guess we're just gonna freestyle it today on this topic, and What I do want to talk about is the importance of self-awareness when it comes to procrastination, things like productivity in general, and how just knowing yourself, how knowing your routines or your inner clock in that sense. And I'll go into a bit more detail in that in a minute. But just being aware of What you're starting with, what you have, what you naturally do when you're naturally energized, and when you are not, and these types of things, those are those, those play a huge role in how productive you can be. Because my hundred percent might look like someone else's, you know, 40 percent. So, there are people who are more energized, just in general. I feel like we can all be productive, of course, and we can all do a lot of things and we can all achieve everything we want. But obviously some of us are more predisposed. For example, if your natural energy levels are high around the time that people or society or the world expect you to be you know, awake and energized, if you just naturally can wake up early and that's how your work works, and that's how your job is structured, you know, you will be more productive in your job, obviously, than someone whose inner clock maybe would wake them up at, like, 10 a.m., and they should already be at work at, like, 8, you know. The more I work with people, the more I talk to them, I'm realizing just how much self-awareness plays a role, or just how much Being aware also of your surroundings and the circumstances and everything that could affect you. Like things that you could possibly predict before they happen. And not just like external things, but also yourself. If you can predict that after certain types of activities, you will be tired or more tired than after others. That you can plan accordingly, right? So... And there's so many ways in which just knowing yourself, knowing your energy levels, knowing when um, you function the best, but also just knowing what things trigger you, what things, and I don't mean in a very, you know, deep and emotional way trigger you, but it could be like really, really small things that just would usually make you reach for your phone or make you go on youtube and distract yourself right instead of dealing with whatever task is at hand right now and when you know what those little triggers are or maybe strong triggers there may might be bigger things at hand so if you become aware of you know those things like first of all your energy levels if you can take like a week and i'll give you right away a couple of potential exercises to do to become more aware of your energy levels and of how when and how you are productive and also when and what triggers you to not be productive or to be distracted to be to start procrastinating Um, and just give you like very quickly a couple of potential exercises that you can do a few things I've already mentioned in different episodes of course but yeah, you want to become aware of your energy levels. And what really would help is to, for a week, really track your energy levels. So track what you are doing and how you feel while you're doing it and what time. Just go, um, just how we plan a week ahead a schedule. Do it just live, you know. You time yourself while you're doing certain things or you, like, you maybe know um, from... 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. I'm going to be at work. But also track, track every hour or at least every two hours, every time block, whatever it is and how you felt and how high your energy was and of course what you were doing at the time. And do that for a whole week and then analyze it at the end of the week. Take your time with it. Take your sweet time analyzing and see if there are patterns with... Um, certain tasks or certain types of tasks that might have made you more tired, um, unproductive, made you reach for a phone more than others, these kinds of things. And then really see, oh, do I get a dip in my energy around 4 p.m. no matter what I'm doing, even if it's something I like, even if it's something fun, even if I'm hanging out with my friends, whatever it is, you know, you can see those things and you can see those patterns and then you might be, uh, you might consider to adjust your schedule if uh, the, at least the part that you are in control of uh, to adjust it to those energy levels and to put in creative tasks when you feel like you were more most creative and put in um, low energy tasks in the time where you would need to do things that don't require as much energy In these kinds of things um so that is one thing then also finding out what chronotype you are is very useful and goes with the energy thing of course but it's a a lot more than that chronotypes we can talk more about them if anyone is interested but it's mostly around sleep but it tells you obviously your whole day as well so there are four types of chronotypes um there's a bear a lion wolf and a dolphin. And again, you can read up on it. There is so much info on chronotypes out there and I don't want to go into this in this episode. I wasn't a plan, but it's just something that plays a role, of course, when I talk about this, especially uh, when you should sleep, when you would usually get the best sleep, if you could sleep exactly then, how long and when you would be more productive. And when the chronotype... Um, the chronotype, I guess science in a way, um, it's, it, it, it is about so much more than just sleep. But yeah, you look into it. I'm a bear, so for me, a natural waking up time would be 7 a.m. and a natural sleeping time would be like between 10 and 11 p.m. And it's crazy, I didn't even know this uh, until very recently, that I'm a bear chronotype and that that's normal for me, but that is something that i definitely learned and for example i always wanted to be you know in a 5 a.m. club kind of person and um you know i would force myself to wake up that early and i wouldn't just not would not be productive the first 2 hours and then around 7 a.m. i would be like okay slowly i'm i'm I see, i'm seeing the light i can wake up and um the funny thing is if i don't have an alarm clock and don't have to wake up. I would naturally wake up around seven a.m. and feel the best. And then years later, like after noticing this for a very long time, I learned that I'm the chronotype bear. And then I was just like, okay, well, let's learn about bears. And and uh, I hear that you know waking up around seven a.m. it's it's very natural for you. And I'm like, yep, there you go. And the, the worst thing is I was beating myself up for a. a sometime like at some point i just accepted that i'm not a 5 a.m waking up type of person right but i would have at a certain point in my life i would beat myself up about not being able to wake up that early and you know 7 a.m is not late it's still early still in the morning i still have the whole day but yeah, that would be my normal waking up time. And then there's different chronotypes that might be a little later, but it makes sense if you read up on your chron, if you find out what your chronotype is and then you read up on it, you can learn a lot about yourself and um, your energy levels, your best sleep, all kinds of things. So that's one thing that you could do. Um, what I also already talked about is obviously trying to find out your triggers for distractions and for procrastination so that's the best way to do that is obviously to note or notice when you get distracted while you're doing something let's say you you sat down to write something and you catch yourself reaching for your phone the important thing is though to really try to nail what emotion you felt right before you reached for the phone right It's not during the procrastinating that you realize why you're doing it. It's right before it. Like what was the thing that made you stop being productive, that made you stop doing the thing that you were doing, the task, and made you reach for your phone instead or turn on YouTube or whatever it is that you do when you procrastinate, right? So... Whenever you can, whenever you really catch yourself immediately, oh my God, now I did it again. I, I checked Instagram, even though I said I didn't want to. Or like, I opened my emails again, even though I said, you know, I'm going to check emails in the evening or whatever it is. If you can, nail exactly what you were doing before, right before you let yourself get distracted. What exactly were you doing? What did you get stuck on? What, where did you stop in, in, in the task Where exactly did you stop and how did it make you feel? And it can be weird. Like if you were writing and you just didn't know how to write a word, that could be a trigger for underlying feelings of inferiority or you feeling like you might be dumb or not good enough to do a certain task, you know and it, it could be something silly like that but it, it triggers this feeling that you have or like this opinion that you have about yourself that is way deeper and it makes you feel uncomfortable, it makes you feel discomfort to the point where you want to distract yourself you don't want to work on that task anymore you don't want to feel like that so you reach for the phone and you distract yourself and you forget about that feeling and then you continue to do that task, That's that's usually what distraction is and sometimes you you're unable to get back into the task on the same day. And that's that's really, you know, when it get detrimental and you don't get anything done for a while. So if you can do that every time you catch yourself, you might not be able to catch yourself every time you get distracted because especially if you do it a lot, if it happens to you a lot, you will... Yeah, you will get distracted a lot and sometimes you will only notice it after quite a while and then it's too late to really analyze where it started and where it came from. But whenever you can, every single time that you can catch yourself, it adds to the data and you can add up and then... And um, what I always say is schedule a time later in the week to sit down and think about these triggers and to, you know, work on them and to tell yourself like, no, this is not true. And you know, this is not true. And the more often you do that, if you do that every week, at some point, some of those triggers will definitely be resolved and maybe others need more work. But yeah, that's a that's a really good start. And then just noticing it really, really helps as well. Other things, obviously, that you can do is uh, all those personality kind of tests, you know, MBTIs or Human Design uh, is something that will definitely help you figure out um, a thing or two about yourself. Um, I also like the four tendencies. So all of those things will really help with self awareness. And if you have self awareness, you will be way it will be way easier for you to create. A plan and a schedule um, that makes sense for you as an individual. Because obviously, what makes sense for me might not be the same for you. What I teach people is how to create their own schedule, you know, how to get to the point that they have something that works for them. But obviously, some things that work for me won't work for them. I can tell them that I do this, but It might be useless, right? So the more you know about yourself, the more you won't waste your time trying all these kinds of things. But also then when you put down a schedule, you will be way more likely to actually follow through with the things that you plan ahead. If you know um, your energy levels, if you can anticipate distractions, if you can anticipate circumstances, that's also one thing to To try and become aware of your immediate circumstances as well things that you kind of can't predict there's a lot of things that you can't predict like I something happened to me um, just recently that I I could not have predicted at all and it obviously took way too much um, time and it's all good you know it's very important it's way more important than my plan that I had Um, so it's all right but I had to really really revise my priorities in that moment and make very tough decisions like how I made the decision to postpone the launch of my course right so yeah things can happen that you can't possibly predict that's possible but most of the time you will be able to predict it and you you know when things happen in retrospect, you're like, I, I could have anticipated it. I, I knew this about myself or about this situation or this person or whatever. I could have anticipated it. And um. so if you work on yourself and, you know, becoming more aware of yourself and your immediate circumstances, you will be way more likely to create a good plan that works for you and then also follow it through, as I said earlier. So that's really what I wanted to talk about self-awareness because I feel like that's a very very important step that we skip in this entire discourse around productivity like we have a lot of advice we have a lot of what could work and what couldn't work and systems and um. Mm, tools and all kinds of stuff and I have it too but the first step in it's gonna be in my course it's in every time I talk to any potential client is about like do you know what you want do you know where you are now I want to know where you are now and talk to them for an hour about themselves and their current situation just for me to learn where they're at and hopefully to open their eyes as well to their own you know status quo to their own zero point right so yeah self-awareness is real it's really the you know point zero where we all start and this journey to become hopefully more productive to you know get more done of the things that we want to get done and that we want to achieve and yeah go after our goals obviously that's all I want for you. And the more you know yourself, the easier you will make it for yourself. Because you're not gonna be... If you go by other people's you know, rules and their advice, energy levels that they have, are not aware of how much they have compared to you or the other way around, you might also be just way more energetic. Yeah, self-awareness will really, really make it way easier for you to actually do the thing. Because if you adjust it to yourself it's just gonna flow more naturally right it's gonna be a natural process hopefully we'll get to the point where it's a natural process and it's not like a system and it's not like something we've built up right um so yeah that's it for today guys I hope you liked this episode and it was a bit less structured but it is what it is this is what I was thinking about doing and um I feel like there were a couple of very insightful things that I said today. And I hope you feel that way too. If you do, let me know. Um, My DMs, as I always say, are open on Instagram, at CamSarvan. You can also write me an email if that's your preferred way of communicating. My, um, sorry, my email address as well as my Instagram handle. That's the word. Instagram handle, they are both down in the show notes below and you can check them out you can find them there if you did not understand what I just said so anyway I'm gonna wrap it up here thank you guys for listening thanks for being here and I will see you very soon bye